Kia ora, hello everybody and welcome back to this Move, Sweat and Suffer podcast. Co-founders Lee Hazard and myself, Joe Hortai, are pleased to have our special guest here with us today, Mr. Greg Molden, whose camera has dropped out. It says camera is disabled due to slow internet connection <laughs> video is still recorded. However, we're going to continue and hopefully um, the video will come back up. <laughs> Greg, are you still there? I'm uh, okay, I can't cool. see you leave, but... Right, yeah, yeah, we can't see you either, but we, we know that you're there. Um, bro, we're going to carry on because this is how our podcast sort of rolls and hopefully <laughs> your video will, will jump back up. But I'm going to just carry on briefly. So Greg, obviously, um, he's got this awesome YouTube channel, which we'll get him to talk about and, and, and we'll add in the links and stuff when we get to. But he's a former professional ice hockey player of 17 years. Um, he's having played professional in the professionally in the NHL, National Hockey League, and American Hockey League, as well as in Europe. He retired at the ripe young age of 38 years young, and he's currently the assistant coach with the U.S. National Development Hockey Program. Um, his position that I believe here he is, he's back, that he used to play in, uh, in hockey when he was playing as, as a forward, whose goal, I believe, or objectives are to score and or to assist in goals. He's been influenced by Art Iron Wolf to create his own channel, which I just touched on, and we'll make sure that those links and that are in the descriptions, after being forced into bodyweight training due to COVID in March, I think, of 2020, or maybe this year. Um, and the main purpose of what we really admire and respect, both Lee and I, about Greg, and I think everybody that follows him, uh, is that he strives to just motivate and inspire others to, through his actions and put the work in. So for us, Greg, for Lee and I, um, it's a great privilege and honour to have you on, mate. Thank you very much for making time to be with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And I've listened to uh, a few of the uh, podcasts, so I'm pretty excited to be on here. Oh, man, that's great. And have you, from your side of things with regards to your journey, because we've got a bunch of questions and I'll, I'll probably just jump in and kick off because I've dropped Lee in it the last couple of times and then got him to ask the first couple of questions. But for yourself, Greg, um, I see that Art or Iron Wolf influenced your reason to create your channel. But would it be fair to say that you'd already been doing a lot of this type of training before, or was it predominantly shifting and lifting tin and throwing tin around? No, I, was, I mean, before, um, I guess before COVID, I was, I was training like an athlete. I, you know, I was using weights yeah. a lot. And, um, I actually, to be honest, I actually started doing bodyweight training when I was a kid, uh, working out with my dad. He was uh -huh. in the Navy growing up, and he, uh, you know, you just kind of see what your dad does, and he always always doing his pull-ups and, and push-ups and, and dips. Um, so I was just, you know, just trying to follow my dad's footsteps. So just having fun. You know, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously COVID hit. And at that time, I had ruptured my hamstring. So my season was, was technically over. Um, yeah, right. When, when COVID hit, like it, I ruptured my hamstring and COVID hit. So I wasn't playing to begin with. So then I had to come back home uh, I was in Norway at the time. I came back home to Boston and I couldn't see anybody, you know, like I had to do all yeah. the rehab, like no one was going to see me. So I essentially had to figure out how to do um, my own rehab. And so I, I just went on YouTube and, um, you know, I just kind of started from the bottom you know, I just kind of, you know, I started going on little walks and trying to do things like that. I ended up hooking up with um, doing actually uh, Wes Watson's, um, program i don't know if right. you guys know who he is. yeah i know that's quite interesting uh, I, 
That's something yeah. I'd like to ask a few questions about. Yeah, I actually started with with his program, and uh, that's when I first started actually doing burpees. Not like not like I'm doing them now, but that's when I first kind of got introduced to him. I'm like, okay, um, burpees, and then um, yeah, I, I remember just being on YouTube trying to research more stuff. And next, you know, I, I remember the first time I came across Iron Wolf's uh, YouTube, and it was like. I was like, what the hell? This guy's just videotaping himself just doing burpees for an hour or so. Like, <laughs> and I, you know, at the time, I'm like, I'm like, that just seems kind of weird. Like, so I sit here watching for an hour, and um, you know, and then I kind of stepped away, and then I went back and forth, and then it got to the point where, you know, like everyone else, like you couldn't get anything during COVID. You know, you had, you, you know, even to get anything, it was like a scramble. So um, it, it just kind of worked out. I, I got one of those. Uh, the workout tower that I could do pull-ups and dips on. Yeah. Um, I had a few bungees that I had left over, and I think I ordered like a uh, battle rope, and yeah. kind of kind of went from there. But um, but yeah, he I, Art was I guess the one that really kind of I, I actually was one that kind of talked to him. He's like, yeah, you should probably make one. Okay. Nice, awesome. So you had a chat with him, a little bit of back and forth, and he said, yeah, you should yeah. make one. Yeah, we kind of yeah we were talking a little bit, but you know what really kind of encouraging mostly to do it was I posted one of my workouts on my Instagram yeah and then someone was like well how do I know you did the whole thing and like, <laughs> you know it, it shouldn't really matter how dare like, you yeah not something I would lie about and then yeah it threw a back and forth conversation he's like yeah you should make a you should make a YouTube and I was like okay and I just all right I'll I'll do it and yeah awesome. now um here we are with all these YouTube channels and <laughs> yeah. Have you had any more people ask you again since on Instagram? How do I know you've done the whole thing? Uh, yeah, I just kind of direct them right to the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Sorry, Lee. Go, mate. No, like at first I was surprised because when you said you like was looking up stuff for your rehab, I thought did he do an Iron Wolf workout for rehab? That's mental. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, Greg, having looked at your workouts, I, I, I would that sounds entirely plausible. <laughs> True. No, I just uh, yeah, I was trying to get different, you know, different uh, inspirations, I guess, different little things to do for the for the rehab. And um, then once I got, it was actually funny because when I first started doing the burpees, it really I, I could feel it the next day in my hamstrings and stuff like that, and yeah. um, and. It, and it was one of those things I really had to take slowly. Uh, it had to be a slow progression of how often I could do them, how much I could do, and how much I could run and and squat, and um, you know. And then eventually, just you know, I, I stayed on it, got better, and now I can do. Um, now I just now I don't even really care to do weights as much because now with the job that I have, I, I travel so much. I just don't know what the gym's going to be like. Yeah. But, um, now there's never any excuse. You know, I'll yeah. be outside in front of our team bus or be in the hotel room or you know it doesn't matter now yeah i think that's the beauty of this style of training that i mean having traveled myself and like you know that the the quality of gym in some of these locations can have a a, a severe impact on your state of mind at points because you, you're that wrapped up in working out and it sort of just frees you up it means that you can go anywhere and just all you need is that a room i mean you could even get some of these workouts done in a toilet cubicle or something like that if you were desperate. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Uh, I just switched apartments and they don't have a gym here, but they have a washer and dryer downstairs and it looks like a dungeon. 
But uh, that's probably why I'll hit some workouts down there too. So yeah, nice. awesome. Hey, I Craig, prefer that Sorry, so I prefer that aesthetic though myself. Though that male raw sort of yeah. environment like sometimes I see these buppy videos and it's a guy with palm trees round about him and it looks like fucking castaway Tom Hanks and castaway doing buppies do you know what and I'm in a fucking toilet yeah yeah sweating oh, I love it Greg hey I was going to ask you Greg is the so you, 38 years young when you retired is that a typical sort of age when in the high, ice hockey professional ranks to retire at or would you have carried on playing oh I was I was fully going to plan on carrying on playing yeah, right. even no that's that's usually on the older side um, oh right even, even when I ended up retiring I was actually still up until I took the job here with the, the US national program I was still still playing um Debating on, like, I was still trying to figure out the situation. It's just that with COVID going on, I didn't know. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had, I had full, I had, I had every intention of playing until, you know, I was 40, you know, yeah. still playing. So, um, and if I'm being honest, I wouldn't even close the books on it, uh, you know. Yeah, still that, yeah, still yeah, never say never, yeah. 40 years old, I mean, that age is a ripe age for, like, Carrying on a, a quite a high impact sport. I mean, my knowledge mm. of uh, ice hockey is limited, but from yeah. what I've seen, it doesn't seem like a sport that you would be playing in your late thirties, man. I mean, like football players, like they usually pack it in about thirty-five, and there's no way that's got the same impact as some of the stuff you see in ice hockey. Yeah, it's. I mean, everyone's different. I, I just mm. think everyone's body takes toll differently. Everyone takes care of themselves differently. Um, and. You guys still there? Yep. yep. Yeah, we're yeah. Here. We can see you, and we're we're still here. Okay. I, sorry, I can't see you guys. Uh, but yeah, no, we're definitely still here. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes everyone just takes care of their bodies differently, and that sort of thing. And um, you know, I've been pretty fortunate that um, I haven't sustained a, a ton of serious injuries uh, when I was when I was playing. But um, you know, I, I guess part of me really wants to go back and try, you know, probably wants to try to try to play again. Yeah. More or less to see how this type of training affects me yeah, on the ice. Yeah, true. Yeah. To yeah. see if I'm as strong and still as quick and stuff like that. That's, honestly, that's more of just a maybe selfish, like, type of individual, independent research type thing for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It would be interesting to see. Well, that, well, that's a good point because that makes me... Do you feel better now having embarked on this training journey than you did when you were at the peak of your profession? Um, yes and no. I, I think it's different. When I, you know, on, on this journey, it's, it's different because I don't have the games or the practices to kind of get in the way gotcha. of it, right? So yeah, yeah. I actually have more energy to, to focus on the training. Um, you know, a lot of people said, like, oh, you're in better shape now than you were when you were playing. It's like, well, when <laughs> I was playing, I wasn't going to train hard on those games that I'm playing because I'm trying to survive, too. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to that's my ability. I'm much, I'm not up there thinking, like, wow, I'm just going to get a, you know, hour and a half, you know, Navy SEALs in and then just, uh, you know, get on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, you know, at that point, it's like, it's a, that's my profession. I can't put on 500 Navy SEALs and then be like, well, I'll just go play some paid game now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> get smashed and whatever yeah. or dish out a few smashings hey 
Hey, Greg, I wanted to ask, what's is that? So that's legal, right? My limited knowledge of ice hockey, I don't have a lot. You guys drop the. Did you have many of those where I see them? They drop their gloves and then they just go at it, and you guys just start bashing each other. What is that? A is that a is there a specific name for that other than just fight or let's get it on or whatever? Or is there because I see the refs let it go and then yeah, and fight, then it stops. Just fighting. just fighting, and a lot of it is, you know, a lot of it's um, a respect thing. That's what yeah. it, you know what I mean. Like yeah, sometimes every once in a while I see someone really get hurt and that sort of thing, but a lot of it is a respect thing, you know, like. You know, if, you know, Lee's one of your superstar players and I, and I hit him hard and, you know, you got to come up to me and let me know that I can't, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, yeah. or maybe if I'm like a bigger person than Lee and, you know, it's actually one of those things that, you know, say, you know, there's, there's a couple where I, I there's guys that, you know, that's all they do. That's their big thing is the fight. And, you know, I've hit them kind <laughs> the of hard. Makers. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, they're coming after you and it's like, well, you can either have them chase you around the whole game talking trash to you you can stand up for yourself and yeah. uh, that's what it is and then like usually once you, you drop the gloves and whether you win or lose you know usually it's over with and then you can just go back to playing and uh you gotcha. gain a lot of respect from that that from your opponent and from your teammates so. yeah and is there a certain because i noticed they let it, it it goes for a while is there a time period of where the rest or is it just it doesn't matter there is no set time period it'll just go no, to... i mean usually once guys fall to the ice um unless they get up pretty quick <laughs> Guys, you know, you mean guys? Guys usually won't throw punches unless it's like a real personal thing. Most yeah, guys won't throw punches when they're on the ice, or just if you see like the heavyweight guys, like they just get too tired after a while. Like I, I think, <laughs> I think people are really misinformed on how tiring it can be to hold on to someone and try to throw, and they're holding on to you, and you can't really hit anything. Like, you know, maybe it's late in the shift, so you've already been out there for a minute and a half, and you got to you know fight for forty-five to a minute. It's not, it's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I bet it doesn't look like the easiest thing to do. <laughs> no, and it's not, and it's not something that you technically you know want to do. I had plenty of guys, um, especially in the minors that were on my team that were fighters, and you know their hands are just you know their knuckles and hands are just you know swollen. And every day that yeah. they did it, it was just you get a lot of respect for those guys, and um, you know that's why it's starting to fade away. But it, it, you know a lot of guys have lingering damages cool. to their hands because of it. Yeah, cool. No, that's good. Thanks for that. Hey, I've got some. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with a, a handful of rapid fire questions for you, uh, Greg. And the intent behind these, I think, I'm pretty sure Lee's got some as well. But it'll help sort of for us as well as hopefully for the audience, um, maybe build a little bit more of a picture about yourself, and then we'll delve into some other questions with you. But uh, the intent of these is some of them as you go through is just to give us your answer. Uh, your answers based on these, but you don't get, you don't really, not at this stage, get a chance to explain or go into detail about them. Is that all good? Okay, sounds good. All right, so we'll start off with a couple of easy ones. What are your three favorite exercises? Ooh, uh, you don't get to explain. Drop, probably the, the drop lunges, drop uh, lunges, pull-ups, pull ups. and. Uh, and maybe the eight count bodybuilder. Eight count bodybuilder. All right, cool. Eight count bodybuilder. Got it. Favorite food? Sushi. Sushi. Uh, favorite cheat meal? Uh, a croissant. A croissant. Yeah. <laughs> croissant. Awesome. Yeah, so before we go, right? You see, last sure. week I was talking about Greg. Then 500 Navy Seals for breakfast. For breakfast. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
and I says he's probably done five hundred AV shows before his first croissant. And you actually says, Joe, he doesn't eat croissants. <laughs> True, I think I did say that, but I do remember you saying that there as well. Go, there and there you we go, go. It's, it's his favourite cheat meal, croissant. Um, favourite movie? Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption, awesome, classic. Uh, and I'll ask you one more for now before I let Lee jump in. Who wins out of Robert McCall, Jack Reacher, John Wick, Jason Bourne or James Bond? Who wins? Oh, jeez. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Awesome. All right. Those are my quick rapid file. I'll have a few questions around those later. Go on, Lee. All right. Favorite boppy variation? Ooh. Um, yeah, probably the A-Count Bodybuilder. All right. Favorite YouTube channel? Yeah, there's a, there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the, honestly, you're gonna laugh. The, the, my favorite one is a. Uh, it's called Mister uh, Mister Creeps. It's like a, a like a horror story thing. Mister yeah. Creeps. Yeah, Mister Creeps. He's all actually right. him all the time. It's, it's okay. all the time. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm coming back uh, to that. One. <laughs> favorite boppy practitioner. Well, it's that's easy. You know, it's art. Yeah. Favorite routine. Legs and lungs. Legs and lungs. Favorite ice cream? Uh, <laughs> I don't eat ice cream often, but cookies and cream. Cookies, oh, and, cookies cream. and cream. There you go, quick fire. Awesome. But do you know what? Like, I, 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 had to, I had to expand on the, the, the 500 Navy Seals because I need to put mm. this to Greg that that was the inspiration for me bringing that up last week. 500 Navy Seals was something that I'd put to the back of my head for a while. Uh, but then when I seen Greg doing it for breakfast, I was like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> like, who gets up in the morning and does 500 Navy Seals for breakfast? It's, it's oh, I know, Greg, Greg Malden, he does that. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually funny because I, my last time I did 500 Navy Seals, they were for breakfast too. They've done it like five thirty in the morning. I was like, I just like most of my workouts are. I guess would be done for breakfast. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, like you know, I have to, you know, I have to kind of start my workouts around like five five thirty in the morning. Yeah, and I have to be done by we'll say seven fifteen, so then I can start work. So they're technically all done before breakfast. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. the added pressure of getting these like routines in. Yeah. Well, I just know myself like. I want to get them in in the morning so then I can work and then I can go to jujitsu at night. And if mm. I don't do it that way, then I can honestly, I can feel it in my body if I'm just like, if I don't do it in the morning and like I'm kind of bitter the whole day and I'm like I'm more upset with myself, like, oh man, like you slept in, like what a slacker, like, man, yeah. you're, stuff you're doing, you know, so that's it's just on the way I feel. And then I have my kids, the kids that I coach are like, hey coach, how many burpees did you do today? And I'm like, uh, I didn't get it in. They're like, what? You know, so I, I got to. I got yeah. people that, you know, the kids always get on and be like, hey, coach, how many burpees did you do today? And, you know, they're like, and then guys will be like, man, you see his Instagram? You got that 500 Navy SEALs in. And, you know, <laughs> so like, I got I got to make sure that they see me getting after it. Um, awesome. Do you use the, the burpee as a punishment to the kids? Well, we've had that a few times. We had it. Yeah. We had it. Yeah, like, it's, it's actually pretty funny. Like, I remember one day, it was, a, it was a pretty hot day out, and, um, we were, I, I did my workout and then the kids were kind of just like, 
milling around doing nothing and and they're trying to figure out what they wanted to do for him and uh i was like oh i'll take him on a little little workout and then coach and the head coach was like yeah really i was like yeah so went for a little run and then we just got to this parking lot and uh i just put him through some through some burpees some you know four count jumping jacks just some squats and and it was funny because like the other coaches came out and they're watching and these kids are like oh man and i'm thinking to myself man we haven't even had 100 yet like, <laughs> like, like and it wasn't like we we're just like you know i was doing burpees and then some jumping jacks and some squats and then you know some knee lifts and then you know some just some chain breaker just like open up you know like open up and and I was like, we haven't even 100 yet. And some of these kids are passing out. Like, <laughs> so was, did you get worried? Like, did you get, what's that? I was saying, did you get worried at that point when you seen some of the kids in the, the state well, they were I, in? I, I didn't get worried until like one kid was like, I, we like stood back up and he just kind of stayed down on one knee. And I'm like, I was like, I was like, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, so why can't you stand up? <laughs> so he ran back to drinking up, got some water. But um, I've been with a few guys. I did it with um, a few guys last year. Um, they they jumped in and and came on. I was doing it on Instagram, and I finished a workout, and they came on. They're like, hey, I want to come on Instagram Live. And I was like, okay. And I think we only did like 150. And they were sore maybe like the next two days. It was it was funny. Like it was like, what's wrong with them? They're like kind of walking like I like um, That's awesome. But yeah, and I it actually pretty cool since uh I ended up catching COVID and my team went to the uh before they went to the World Eighteens last oh, year. Right. And uh it was pretty cool. They they sent me a montage of um the kids are doing burpees and they, they sent like a video of them doing uh burpees for me. So it was uh it's pretty cool. Nice. And that's why you were unwell, did you say? What's that? Is that why you were unwell, did you say, when they were sending you those videos? Did you say? You yeah, could... I, had, I, I caught COVID at that time. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, so it was, that, was, that was funny, man. I was trying, I was trying to get, burp, get my, keep my burpee streak alive like, during COVID. And like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, cool, cool. And then, you know, like the wrists and elbows and joints started hurting. It would take me like all day just to get like 100 to one pump then, man. See, that's what burpees do to your mind. It's the fact that I mean, like, I would be trying to do burpees through COVID. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I wanted to keep the streak alive. I'm like, listen. Yeah, yeah. So, how did it feel doing the burpees during COVID? How did it feel? Yeah, it was it was, it was terrible. Like, sounded terrible. Yeah, it sounded like it was terrible. I mean, like my back was hurting and the, the joints were hurting, so I, I couldn't do it on my my hands. I had to do it on my knuckles because oh, I'm glad it was like hurting my yeah. wrist. So. I was like, I got to figure a different way to do it. But you know what? Got them done. Um, yeah. Because it's a yeah. minimum for you, minimum 100 a day you do, eh? Obviously, is it usually yeah. a lot more, but that's that was that was the streak at the time, is it? Yeah, it's just a, yeah, it was a minimum 100. I, I started yeah. actually with the, uh, it was the first time I really started doing Iron Wolf's challenges. It was a uh, gotcha. July challenge, uh, I, I guess, of 2020. And it was like, this was the first time I really started, like, I really focused in on it. It was July 1st, like, you had to do it between, like, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 burpees a day all of yeah. July. And so since I was just getting, getting used to it, I was like, all right, challenge accepted. And I was doing, you know, 100, I was doing, I'm sorry, I was doing 200 burpees a day. And yeah, sometimes it'd be like 200, three pumps, 200, you know, mm. one pumps, whatever. And then I got to 
August, and I was like, well, like, it would feel awkward now not doing burpees. So I was like, I'll do 300 a day. Yeah. So I did that. And then someone, one of my old teammates over in Switzerland was like, hey, gee, how long are you going to go for? And then I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, now we're on like day 507. And it's uh, awesome. kind of taking that take it on its own thing now awesome yeah. brother that's great man and you're 39 now or are you turning 39 i'm 39 you're 39 now awesome yeah. and how long have you been doing jujitsu for greg i started that uh this august august 1st so wicked so i was gonna i was gonna start earlier but i was doing iron wolf yeah july challenge of 700 burpees 706 count burpees a day yeah. and then the 200 pull-ups every other day and the 30 minute run every other day. So I was like, I'll start. I told my, my trainer, the trainer here at USA hockey, I told, I was like, yeah, Brian's like, yeah, you got to come. You, you'd like it. And I was like, all right, well, I'll start August 1st when, when the iron was challenge over. Yeah. And man, I kind of just threw it out there. And then he's like, Hey, it's August 1st. Like you got to go now. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and now, now that I've been going, it's been, it's been great. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's nice to be a beginner again. It's it's humbling. Yeah, humbling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the good thing about being a beginner is you always get that amazing progress at the start, which makes yeah. the journey more exciting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's <laughs> it's weird. I remember like two days ago we had this. I'm only a white belt with one stripe. Like I just got the one stripe, and yeah. hopefully I can get another stripe on on Monday with our promotion uh, test. But awesome. uh, there was a kid that's been only going for two weeks. And it was funny because I'm I'm teaching him stuff and I'm like, yeah, you got to do this. You got to trap that foot and hip out here and you can roll over. And as I'm talking to him, I'm thinking like, who am I? Like, I don't know anything. I'm teaching this. <laughs> but it was just interesting. The more that I explained to him, the, the more, more I felt like I was like relearning myself. So when you teach, yeah. you learn twice, right? Yeah. Um, so it was it was really cool to be able to help this, this new guy out. And at the same time, I'm like, man, I've, I've learned a lot in this short amount of time and, um, yeah, yeah. you know and I still don't know anything <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty excited to see what, what the future holds with that mm. yeah it's, it's, it's an interesting point because I genuinely believe that the, the, the beginning phase is the best phase of any fitness endeavour that's when your mind's blown and you're receptive to new ideas and you, you see that progress just shooting through the roof every single day you're making these Massive leaps, and I think that's something that's particularly prominent within, like boppies in particular, because I've got guys that are coming into the gym that I work in, and like there's there's some guys you just can't sell boppies to. They'll, they'll try a boppy, they'll get ten in, which actually is a reference to you putting these young guys through a hundred. Uh, I think we forget how hard a hundred boppies is for most people. Like when we do a hundred burpees, it's it's relatively simple. But when you try to get somebody into burpees and you get them doing the first hundred, it's insane watching them. You actually feel like they're about to die. Some people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've got guys coming in. Sorry. No, I, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's funny you say that because you, you think about, you know, I think about the first time I was doing just a hundred burpees, and you, it's such like a, the, people focus so much on that number of a hundred. Yeah. And uh, even now, when I post them, like, ah, oh, just a quick hundred, they're like, "What do you mean a quick hundred? <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, like, it, it almost—you almost have to catch yourself sometimes. I, I think, mm. um, not just to like, just do the burpee and be like, oh, I'm done. I did the burpee. Like, it, when you're 
when I know like the days it's going to be like a hundred that day, like sometimes you just want to make sure you're doing it with like the cleanest form possible. And yeah. as good as possible because, you know, I find myself like some days I'm, you know, just doing like a active recovery or a mobility day where I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to get a quick hundred. Like I actually find those day to be so much harder than hitting like a, you know, 502 pumps. Cause you cannot, you're not with the same focus, you know, like some days I'm not even, I'm just wearing like my sweats and I'm not wearing like my gym gear. So um, those are actually, some days are tougher for me. And I'm just like, man, like this hundred's hard. Like how, how do I ever do, you know, like 500 unbroken or something, or, <laughs> or something like that. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, I, so what are the bumpy milestones that you've like, accumulated throughout your sort of bumpy journey? Well, I mean, how did you progress it? Like, for example, for me, it would have been like the first big one is reaching 100, then 100 unbroken, then 300. And you have these wee milestones that kind of give you that confidence to take it to that next level. What was your structure with regards to creating these milestones to sort of cement your journey through Burpeesville, uh, so to speak? Milestones? I, don't, I mean, a lot of them first obviously came with with uh, Iron Wolf's programming. I was just going through there and I was just mixing them up. Like, you know, when I was doing that 200 in my first July challenge I was doing, you know, I think at the first day I started with 201 pumps. Um, and I wasn't even thinking about doing anything unbroken at that time. Like, that, you know, I was like, I would just kind of go, but I wasn't thinking that we were going to be unbroken or anything like that. And then I was thinking that I would do like 203 pumps or then I'd do maybe like 25 one pumps, 25 two pumps. 25, three pumps, 25, four, four pumps. And I'd do two rounds of that or something like that. And then, um, yeah. And then I don't know when, I think it was like everyone else, that movie shot caller saw that and they're like 500 Navy seals. And I was like, wait, what? And, uh, I remember the first time doing that. So during this whole COVID thing, when I, when I came back, I didn't have a place to stay back home in the States. So I was, I was staying at my mom's place, which is pretty funny. Who lives in a in a fifty five and older community? So, uh, you know, thank thank God she let me turn the basement into a mini gym and her, took the garage over. And I remember it was like a kind of a breezy day, and I'm I was like, all right, I'm gonna do five hundred Navy SEALs, and like, you know, I got these older women walking by looking at me like, what's wrong with this kid? It's, yeah. you know, um, Did he just get was, out uh, of prison? Yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> I was, you know, and I remember just thinking like, as you're going through it, like. You, the Navy SEALs, you, you do 10 Navy SEALs, you're feeling it to begin with, right? You're not. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, and I remember getting, as I'm going, I'm like, I'm like, Jesus, like, this is, this is going to be a while. This is tough. And then I started <laughs> figuring out, all right, you know, if you can get certain amount of time, certain amount done in a, like, in certain amount of, you know, minutes, you can, you can try to keep a good pace, you know, but um, it got tough because obviously the Navy SEAL is tough and I, you know, I couldn't stay on that pace for a while. But then I remember, I think it was last, maybe later on that, that, uh, that summer, Art did a tribute to some fallen soldiers. He did like a tribute one. He did a thousand, a thousand burpees. And then I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to try this too. So I did that and I was like, oh, that was, you know, that was, that was, that was tough. Um, that was real tough. And I was like, okay, like, um, then I ended up doing, you know, another sequence of 500 burpees where I did like, um, a hundred, a hundred 
one, one pumps, 102 pumps, 103 pumps, 104 pumps, 105 pumps. And that was, I remember did that when I was in, living in Nashville at the time. I, I drove down there and that was in the heat. That almost, that took me out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so a lot of the, a lot of the routines came from Iron Wolf. Yeah. Um, and it's something I would elaborate on, but I guess maybe the biggest one that I've done uh, took place last summer. I, and it wasn't even supposed to happen. I hit a thousand Navy SEALs. And it, was, it was like one of those things where things escalated kind of quickly. Like I knew it was something. Um, another guy did a Jaguar something. He, yeah, he did ja- it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And he was like, he was like, oh, and I hadn't really been doing Navy SEALs that much. And he's like, and he's like, hey, Greg, you're up. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And I remember just, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even, when I, I didn't even prepare for him. Like I, like when I mean prepare, I didn't even have enough water with me. I didn't set out cause I, I went to yeah. a local park. I didn't set up saying I'm going to do, I just, I remember, I think I just turned the, uh, the video and I'm like, Oh, I was going to hit some Navy seals today. And then yeah. I got, you know, actually I was at like 100 and I was like 200 and then I got to 500 Navy seals and I was like 501 and I was like, all right, well I'm closer to, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. like I was like, let's go. And um, I think I would, it, the only thing that was tough though was I ran out of water. And I was, <laughs> and th- th- that's probably the, I guess the best part of that video, if you, it, towards the end is when I'm like really dehydrated. Like mm. I'm barely able to get them done. Like I feel like I'm like hallucinating. And, um, you know, there's people walking by watching me, like looking at, like, I, I, at the very end of it, honestly, I almost turned to these like, these girls walking like, hey, can, can someone just <laughs> drink? <laughs> like, uh, I remember, having, I remember calling my buddy. And he's like, what's going on? Like, I just did actually, I did a thousand and one Navy SEALs. I did an extra one. I remember, I was like, yeah, and uh, yeah, that was that was a tough recovery that whole time because I I didn't prepare. I didn't say, hey, actually, I'm doing a thousand. I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna do some Navy SEALs, and then that was and I just turned into that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so I've got a wee bit to un- unpack here, right? Just like, did you do 500 Navy SEALs before you'd ever attempted a thousand burpees? No, no, I I had done 500 Navy SEALs, I think, twice before that. Um, but, but so you'd done 500 Navy SEALs before a thousand burpees? Yeah, I, I did it twice, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that was a thing too, like you, you know the pain of 500 Navy SEALs. And then, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? You try to think about like, even now someone's like, Oh, well the next time you do it, I'm like the next time I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. Like, you've took that a few times, man. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, like Navy SEALs are the most brutal buppy variation in my opinion. Like you said, you can be doing buppies for years, but you hit that 10th Navy SEAL, you feel that pain just shooting through your deltoids and you then have to deal with the, the mental trauma that just hits you wave after wave after wave. Because yeah. it's just, it obliterates you. But to do a thousand is just, like I've got so many emotions running through my head right now. The first one is like, I'm in awe of somebody that can do a thousand burpees. But now I'm a, a tad upset because now my 500 feels really insignificant once more. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Jesus, do I have to join Club 1000 again? No, no, it's it's honestly one of those things where I, I think it's just something that's it's almost one of those things like uh, people that would to do it be like, oh, I did it, but I don't think I'm not sure the full. I mean, it t- took me like four hours, so it's not like you know, you, like 
you kind of have to have nothing going on. I think if I, I think if I prepared for myself for it, knowing I was going to do it, like if I said like the day before, if I was like, all right, and I do a thousand on, on Saturday, I, I would have probably drink more water and, you know, prep myself and like got going, uh, really hammered it out. But to do it, not prepared for it like that. On the fly. Um, probably wasn't yeah. smart. But it's kind of cool because it's something I can draw back on myself. Yeah. That anytime I'm feeling tired or, not feeling it, I can look at, I can look back and say, "Hey, dummy, you did five, you did a thousand Navy Seals. Like, this isn't anything. Like, you can do this. So let's go." So I think yeah. at the end of the day, what it what it's done for me is, I guess, callous my mind a bit to some of the other workouts and crap that comes my way, where I'm just like, "Nah, you've gone through worse. Let's go." Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, because I don't, I can't even tell you the, you know, the official like benefits of that. You know, probably towards the end of fight. Last night. Um, but I think the 500 Navy SEALs, like, you know, I can, you know, get that done in, you know, under an hour and a half and it can be a real, like, like, you know, I can feel it in my chest and my triceps and, and everything for, for a good day or two. So yeah, I feel like I got yeah. a good pump workout in, not just like, oh, I just did something to do it. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting point that you raise, and I think that me and Joe can identify with us having done 500 Navy SEALs in the last week. I, like, personally couldn't prepare for 500 Navy SEALs. It's just, it's too brutal. But it was done on a whim, and which I think was the same case with you, Joe, when we had that discussion last week. You'd done your 500 Navy SEALs. You wouldn't, like, planning that workout just would, would take so much mental... Like preparation, getting yourself built up for it. You know, you get nervous before a, a, a hardcore burpee routine. So I think that probably is the best approach ultimately is that ad hoc, just waking up one day and going, right, that's it, I'm doing 5,000 Navy SEALs. I don't care how long I'm doing this for. <laughs> when you're watering some snacks, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 a, a picnic basket. So it was actually, you know, funny the day that I, that I went to go do them was just day 500 and I, and, Everyone's always like, "Oh, you do something, you gotta do something crazy for for your day 500." And um, I was like, "I don't know, like, you know." And it just kind of hit me. I was like, "I haven't done, you know, the shot call Navy Seal workout in a while." So I was like, you know, "I just woke up and I was like, all right, let's go." And um, it was it was just funny because I remember I remember doing it. And this is I was in Finland when I did it, and I just remember like people walking by at the actual gym, just you know, looking at me like. I've been here. Like they came in and they're like, this guy has been here before I got here and I'm leaving and he's still here. You know what I mean? Like, like, what the heck's going on? That's awesome, man. That's um, that's very, very cool to hear. I was going to ask with regards to, um, sorry, just going back a bit, did you want to shout out your uh, jiu-jitsu club where you train at currently and and that sort of stuff? Yeah, Gracie Barra in uh, Livonia, Michigan. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Um, the head guy, Dan, um, he's actually a, a former Marine himself, um, wow. like art and he's, he's awesome. He kicks my butt. I, I go with him knowing he's a brown belt and he competes yeah. a lot. And I go, I go with him knowing I'm going to get my butt kicked, but it's awesome. Like, <laughs> um, I learned so much, you know, like yesterday we, uh, we sparred yesterday and, um, I lasted four minutes out of an eight minute round before I got, before he you know, got you. Which is awesome because before it was like within thirty seconds, and now I'm making progress. So yeah, yeah, um, it's little wins like that um, that make it awesome, and it's just a great community. It's 
um, you know, this, this, it's funny because I remember one of the first classes I went, the first weeks, um, I went was all defense. That's all I was learning was defense, 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 which is, which is perfect. But Friday is always sparring and you have to do, it's like six rounds, eight minute rounds and you switch partners every round. So you get mm-hmm. one, and you get a one minute rest in between each round. And I remember one round I was like going with this, I think she was another white belt, but she had two stripes maybe, or a stripe. And, um, and she, and Dan's like, Hey, you guys can go together. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm going to go with like this one. And it was so, and at that point you want to talk about like the humbling, like you can, <laughs> you, always you can do this and do that. And you can have this on your resume, but like, you don't know what you don't know. And she got me in like this cross collar choke, like, and, like, and she was given this one. And I remember it was, it was in a way where I was facing the clock and I was like, I'm not getting out of this. But I looked at that clock and I was like, I'm going to hang on here for two minutes and not tap. <laughs> like, I still joke with her about it today. Cause it's, it was, uh, it was probably the, the one of the best lessons I learned about jujitsu. Like it doesn't matter. Like there's, it doesn't matter your size, age, you know, gender, whatever. It, it's it's actually probably meant for the smaller person, and it was um, a really good experience. And now from from then, when other people come in, like it's like someone's like, "Hey, you want to roll with me?" And I'm like, uh, you know, I always look at it like the smaller person. I'm always looking at them like, "All right, like you don't take anyone lightly in there," which is awesome. You just yeah. don't. Um, it, it's a fun, fun competitive atmosphere, and. Um, really excited it's given me something to uh feel that competitive void now that i don't play mm. play hockey anymore well not yet it's not off the cards yeah, fully not, yet. Not, not, not yet i mean I, <laughs> like, the, the kids i coach are always like they're like man you gotta come out of retirement you gotta play like we we see you out here skating all the time and shooting like you gotta you gotta yeah. come back i'm like i will see like um Wait. Where did that passion come from for ice hockey um, for yourself? I'm, I'm interested to know, Greg. Was, was that because you said your dad was in the Navy? Was that from friends or growing up? Was that just the thing to do? Or, you know, did you play a whole bunch of sports before you decided and settled on ice hockey? My mom took me to a, an alumni game from the Boston Bruins, the hometown right. team, uh, when I was six years old. And it was like, I just fell in love with it right away. Um, yeah, you know, right away, I wanted skates. I wanted to play, and um, you know, it was that was kind of it. I mean, I played other sports growing up, but nothing had the passion. You know, had caught my attention like hockey. It wasn't even close. I actually remember one time, my parents sat me down. They're like, "All right, it's gonna you gotta make a decision between, you know, um, American football, soccer, and hockey." Yeah. And it was kind of like, is this even, de- it wasn't even close. You know what I mean? It was, it was like, yeah. you guys, just, this is a waste of conversation. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess looking back on it, it was pretty, you know, everyone probably happy I chose hockey, but um, yeah, awesome, it, it wasn't man. even close. And how, with your, what advice would you give for people with regards to the burpee? Sorry to jump back. I'm just, I like the comments that you mentioned about the lessons, the, the humbling again, being, being a beginner with the jujitsu and, what advice would you give to people that are either, well, probably more so those that are starting out on this burpee journey? Because I know Lee's and Lee's brought up some great points about, you know, that first time doing a hundred, a hundred seems like a thousand, you know, when you're first sort of looking at that number and it's it, as the whole number. But what advice or tips would you give that you found have been really helpful for you as you've made your progression clearly in this burpee space and bodyweight um. space in general? Yeah, I'd say I'd say just be patient. There's yeah. 
you know, I think some people sometimes people get caught up in doing these high reps and all these numbers to say that they did these numbers yeah. when all of a sudden their form isn't great or um mm. or, and that sort of thing. I think, you know, do a hundred and this isn't something I'm I'm gonna say for myself because I think artists said it a, a plenty of times, like give me a hundred good clean ones. Um see if you can do those unbroken. Mm. Uh and then you know, and then and people do that consistently. Like we can, we you could go down at any moment. Someone could be like, "Hey, hit hit a hundred burpees," and you could hit them clean, um, and be able to do that where it's like almost second nature to you. Yeah. Um, before you start bumping up and doing all these variations and and that sort of thing, I think, like I just nice. said before, we get we get enamored with I want to hit five hundred this, I want to hit five hundred Navy Seals, and I want to do that. Like, it's okay to. To, to be a beginner and, and be there for a while. There's no shame in that. And I think what you'll find is, you know, if you try to rush it too fast, you might get too sore and then it's like, well, at least you won't stay consistent with it. Yeah. And you're going to find yourself saying, well, that's not fun. And that's what happens with a lot of people. Like they, like anything, when you first start working out, you do it once and you're like a little sore. You're like, ah, oh, I'm not going to do that again. But you kind of just keep doing it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I look at people now and people are like, oh man, I'm, Aren't you sore? Aren't you sore from doing that? It's like, and then I'm like, I don't, I'm not sore until they say it. I'm like, I don't even think about it anymore. You just kind of, you just kind of do it. And, you know, your, your body adapts to it. And um, the one thing I, I, I think another thing I'd say, which I've, I've thought for a while when I've tried to actually, I've actually helped a few friends come along with the burpees yeah. and um, they were getting frustrated and they're like, Oh, you know, my, my body isn't changing, blah, blah. blah. I want to see that, you know, and I've always thought to myself that with the whole burpees and the calisthenics, I believe your mind has to change first before your body does, mm-hmm. because it is a, it's a different beast than grabbing weights mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. You, you really have to want it. You can't, you can't fake your way through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, can't, you really can't cheat your way through uh, uh, 500 Navy SEALs or even 100 Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. Like you might be able to kind of short press them, or maybe sure bring the knee up, but at the end of the day, you're still doing 300 push-ups. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. and you know, if, I think especially if you're going to put yourself on social media, like, mm. I mean, I don't really care to comment on people's, whether they do them a certain way or whatever, but you, people know when you're giving the real stuff and when you're doing the, you know, like the half kind of push-ups yeah. or half seal, like, um, but I, I just think that's one thing, like your mind's going to have to change before your body does. And I think when people think so far in advance of like, oh, my body's not changing, blah, blah, like this sucks. And it's like, well, you know, you have to get your mind in the right spot where you're saying, I'm going to do this and this is why I'm doing it. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Um, And you're not going to do it to the best of your ability because I'm here watching you or, you know, so-and-so saw it on Instagram or whatever. You're going to do it because you put your name on it. And, Mm. you know, you got to be able to hold your word to yourself. If you yeah. can't hold your word to yourself, I'm not going to be able to hold it to, to Lee or, or to to Joe or, or to anyone else. And, um, you know, I, I love with the whole burpee community um, that it's not, it's not really ego driven, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some of us, I think, yeah, there is some egos to it. Um, but a lot of it is like, oh, man, that's a good routine. I want to try that or. Oh uh, yeah, like I haven't like you know like I hit the five the five hundred Navy Seals and Lee's like yeah 
I should probably yeah. get on that. A lot of it's motivation, inspirational, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, there are a few that I've seen come out there that will do exercise or do stuff, and and I don't. Maybe it's not even a big deal, and um, but it's just funny, like when they don't credit Iron Wolf on things, and yeah. I'm kind of like, man, no one knew about this workout until he said it. Like, and you're coming out like it's your own, and I just, yeah. to me, that that's the one thing that does bother me. I, I think. Yeah, there are routines that you're gonna do on that you know I might make up or yeah. or you guys might make up on your own, and that's that's great. Um, but when you're really legit stealing something from someone else, it's like yeah, it's not like there's any money to be made on it. But like, just cite your sources on it. it, it like, give the guy a shout out who who really brought it all together. Because at the end, of the, yeah. maybe he isn't the guy, but for me, yeah, that I feel like he's he's the guy that started it all. And um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Same for both. Yeah, same for us. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a very profound point uh, regarding the mindset being the the main sort of area that you should focus on when embarking on your burpee journey. Uh, I think like most people get into exercise for aesthetic reasons, but the whole the the big area with regards to burpee training is the mindset, being able to power through those high numbers. It's nothing to do with like getting that pump and looking in a mirror and like feeling good about yourself for ten minutes. It's having that ability to know that you've got like an extra four hundred reps. How are you going to get there? How are you going to get there by maintaining clean form? How do you just get through that mental anguish? It's yeah. never been an aesthetic endeavor for me. Mm. Although, don't get me wrong in saying that I've probably had the best like results aesthetically by doing it. Yeah, but I, no, I, but I never went looking for it. No, you don't. You don't have to. I mean, with some with some of the, the challenges that art puts out there, like your body has no choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your, your body's kind of forced to like get cut up a Change. bit. Um, yeah, like I remember the July one that he had us doing was, you know, seven hundred six counts, and then he had to either run thirty minutes. It was like every other day you had to run thirty minutes, or then you had to do like two hundred pull ups, and it's like your body has no choice <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. except to get to, to lean out and um because it's just you're just pushing it a, a ton and uh, you know i think that's the one thing people are like well i don't want to spend that much time and i'm like you'd spend two hours at the gym you could spend two hours doing this mm. and yeah i guess what it doesn't cost you anything <laughs> yeah 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 it's very 100%. there yeah uh, Great points. And and I love, you know, also the, the comments that you've made as well about, like, for, for both Lee and I, and we echo your comments, Greg, yeah, Iron Wolf for us has been the person that's started this whole thing. And and it's great having having had Iron Wolf on the podcast. I think he sort of touched on, you know, it's, it's great when people, and Jared Miller spoke about this as well in the last one, it's great when people can grab or use what they put out there and then adapt it either make it their own and, and do stuff. And I see you do that. Like I love the legs and lungs stuff that I see you do and the pull-up stuff in that as well. But I also really admire and like the way that you acknowledge those that have influenced you. And that comes through on your channel and the about piece in there, where this has come from, and just the way you add your own twist and flavor to it. Um, it definitely stands out. It's definitely motivating and inspiring, which is the other part that I like about your channel. <clears throat> That's that's the purpose of why you're doing it, trying to lead and help others and motivate, and whether that motivates or whether it inspires people through your example and your actions. So, yeah, massive uh, respect to you for that. I've just got some more um, 
quick fire questions, which I want to ask you as well. Can I just add one thing? Go for it. I going to give a shout out. Also, I really appreciate that. Um, but you know what the funny thing is? Um, the channel has kind of, my channel has kind of become um, something that my nephew, my three-year-old nephew loves to watch. Really? Yeah, like, like, so me and my sister, my sister got into doing the burpees with me. Uh, she yep. actually, one of my friends started getting into a challenge and they started getting into it, which is awesome. But, you know, he would, I guess, he loves to watch my channel. Boy. And he <laughs> and watch awesome. like hour videos of me doing workouts. And yeah. he's been in a few of my videos. And I guess now, like, I guess they were, they were walking through a store one day and he saw a kettlebell. And he grabbed it, and he was like, "Uncle Greg," and and uh, <laughs> he's the cutest thing ever. You know, he's you know, this is how he sees you, and it, you That's know, I have some old videos where he's, you know, he'll sometimes he'll jump down and do, you know, his burpees with me, or you know, I try to do them or doing squats, and you're just like, man, someone's someone's always watching you, and it just for me, it's like, all right, I gotta keep, I gotta keep on going, not really so much for anyone else, but I know that he, he likes to watch him. Uh, That's awesome. What's the young fella's name, Greg? What's your nephew's his name? His name's Richard Isaac. Richard um, Isaac. Richard, uh, Richard's uh, after my dad. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool, man. Very cool. Richard Isaac. We'll make sure we mention that, and then he's 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 been mentioned on here as well. That's actually one of my quick fire questions, which I got. Which, but we'll get down to that. Um, Greg, what's your what's your biggest fear? My biggest fear. Yeah. What would be your biggest fear uh, currently in, in the current situation? Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I I get to a point where I can't do burpees. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Can't do burpees. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Got it. Um, like I don't really. I guess I don't have a, a ton of fears yeah. to be honest. No. Oh, good. I'm gonna use yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, there's something I'm scared of. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like trying to go hang off a cliff or anything without a, but you know, yeah. just, um, you know, I've gotcha. done, I've done, you know, done a lot of pretty cool things with, you know, skydiving, scuba diving and with sharks and that yeah. kind of stuff. So, uh, awesome. Yeah. No, that's cool. I've got that. Uh, next one is what's been your most impactful moment to this point in your life, Greg, most impactful moment in your life to this point. Uh, it's actually funny. It probably goes back to when I was nine years old and, uh, I was working out with my dad and, um, yeah, I don't know. He challenged me to a push-up contest or something like this, (laughs) but the other, like the push-ups with your feet elevated with your feet on the stairs, like on one step. And, um, I was doing it. He said like, I, but you can't do like, I don't know, maybe like 15 good ones. I don't even know. Uh, to the numbers and so I did the 15 and I went to go stop like hey I, I did it and he was like he's like well I was too easy to do like five more and I was like okay so I did five more and he's like I was still too easy to do you know do five more do five more and then I kept it kept going and it was like I, and then I got to really struggle right I started really trying to he's like all right give me give me three more and I could like barely get it he's like two more like, ah you know like ah like one more and I got it and he's like come on one more and I got it. And I, he's like, one more. And I, like, <laughs> and I collapsed. I just, boom, like, and I started crying. And he's, and, uh, you know, he picks me up. And he's like, well, you know, what are you, what are you crying? Mm. I'm like, ah. Oh. Because I, I couldn't do one more. And he's, and I just remember him being like, yeah, but that one more rep that you attempt to do, you do that much stronger. And it's something I've always, 
uh, kind of had with me. And actually, I even have uh, have it on one of my my bracelets here, like just one more rep, because I think uh, that one more uh, can kind of separate you. And I think you can always give one more and and one more and just kind of push it one more. Um, so that was for me. That's one of those things that I draw back on, mm-hmm. uh, even though I was only nine at the time. It's something I draw back on that, you know, it's not the ones that, that are so easy for you to do. That doesn't, that doesn't build you up. It's the ones that are when you're really struggling. Those are the ones that, um, you know, really set the mind and your body apart. And so that one more, one more rep is, um, that day is probably one of the, the days I remember. remember the awesome. Most. Beautiful, man. Uh, thank you for sharing that back when you were nine years old. Go one more, one more rep. That's awesome. Well worth the explanation. Thank you for sharing that, Greg. Appreciate it. I've got some more. Um, where do I have? No, I've done that one. Favorite <laughs> ice hockey, favorite ice hockey player? Uh, you only get to choose one. <laughs> I'd say probably um, Mike Greer. He, uh, he's not probably as famous as anyone else, but he grew up in my town. Yeah. Um, He's a black hockey player too. And I got to look at him, look up to him my whole life. And I remember when I was a kid riding my bike, I'd see him around town and, you know, right over to him, I got his autograph and met him. And um, then I saw him playing college. And then um, I get my, like, I think it was like my third NHL game and I'm playing against him. And I'm thinking to myself, this is crazy. Wow. And then later on, uh, when I got older, when I was 28, we played against each other again. And, uh, you know, the whole article in the, the paper and, back in our hometown for me it was just like the coolest thing ever that absolutely i bet small town that we come from that i you know i know i got to play against them and um as a kid he was super kind and nice to me and then as an adult just the same way and um you know just a class act for me the whole whole career man what's his name again mike greer greer yeah wow isn't that that's that's so cool to meet somebody that you look up to that you admire that you have so much respect for, treats you so well when you're young and as as you mentioned was the same on and off the the ice so to speak. That's that's awesome, yeah. man. Um, I've got some more. Knowing what you know now, Greg, if you could go back in time to yourself when you're 20 years old, what would you tell yourself? Oh. Uh. I'd say hey, things are gonna be okay. Uh, no, I, I would I would probably just you know tell myself, make sure you're taking care of yourself uh, with your nutrition. Make sure you're getting better sleep. I think that was the probably the toughest thing for me was the the sleep. Yeah. Um, and I would just say uh, you know I think we will have a past where probably done we've done some things we don't want to do, but I'd say make sure that I surround myself with only quality people. Mm. Um, you know, I think people that are, you come across two pe- types of people, people that are kind of either in or they're in the way. And I think yeah. through the course of my life, there was uh, people that were just kind of in the way that probably should just let go of sooner. And um, there's nothing wrong with letting go of people if they're in the way. Mm. Um, I think that's what I'd, I'd tell myself. And then I'd probably say like invest in Google or Amazon or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, invest in Google, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. 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 Awesome. No, good points. Um, who's your best friend? He's, I mean, I have a few of them. Uh, no, nah, you only get to choose one. 
Yeah, I guess it's this one. Um, <laughs> For this part, you can get you get, you will get to shout out the other ones later. Yeah, this is gonna start a, a little bit of war. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay. It. Shout out your three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can I can do that. Um, so I got my buddy Lawrence Filoni. Um, it's it's actually interesting. This I went through a few periods where. Hockey wasn't going well for me, and I was. It, it's it's crazy how things, you know, just as arts and marine. I, I was this close to joining the Marines at one point because I was right. things weren't going well in hockey, and I was I was like I'm 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 done. Like I was like I'm I'm in good shape, but I'll, I'm just gonna go join join the military. Yeah. So he 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 convinced me to. He's like, no, I'll just give it another go, and you'll be fine. So at that point, I was 24. So he's kind of he kind of nice. helped me out there. Yeah, um, yeah. And then. Um, Another good one, uh, DJ Burr. Uh, man, I've known him since I was four years old. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, I got him on the burpee journey. He's been he's been killing it. He goes back and forth. Um, you know, he's got a lot of people like. You know, he he's he's awesome because now he's like I don't even need a gym. I just you know I just do this. Yeah. And then uh, one of my other uh, good friends, Jake Newton. Um, we we played hockey together. We played hockey against each other. Um, you know, just very like-minded people, um, and it, you know, we've always been there for each other with uh, whatever's going wrong or trials and tribulations. But uh, we've always been there for each other. Um, awesome, a great friend. And then I want to give a shout out to yep. Mike Leone, the assistant coach here. Who quickly we become really, really good friends uh, in, in the short time that I've been here with the U.S. program. It's been awesome. Um, awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. Lawrence, was it Lawrence? What was the surname? Lawrence Filoni. Lawrence Filoni, DJ Burr, Jake Newton, and Mike Leone? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I think Mike's kind, of there. Mike's kind of in there as a fault because we're around each other so often, you know? Like, <laughs> we're, we're around each other more than we are, uh, you know, his actual family, so. Awesome. That's cool, man. That's very cool. And I've got the last handful here. What's your favorite genre of music? What do you listen to or type um, of music? I like it all. I like a lot of hip-hop. I like a lot of pop stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes cool. my videos. Sometimes my videos. I'm not even listening to any music. I just have them on so people don't bother me. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Because sometimes like, yeah, you, yeah. you don't have your headphones and people want to talk to you, and it's like, well, hey, I'm, I'm recording this, but sometimes I'll just throw them in and yeah. there's no music on. <laughs> there's no I, music, I, still, yeah. I still like the mental challenge of like gutting through these workouts without doing it. And sometimes, you know, people look at me. and I'm like, no, no, music, music. Not yeah, 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 like, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I like that favorite artist. Ah. Uh, I like the roots. The roots. Yeah. All right. And last couple that I've got, because I, I think uh, Lee might have, have a couple. Actually, I've got three more. Finish these sentences. This is a little bit of general knowledge, Greg. Finish these sentences. The Glasgow Rangers play what sport? I'm going to say rugby. <laughs> Is he right, Lee? Oh, no, he's nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. <laughs> what they play football. Football. Okay. Cool. Uh, this next one. The All Blacks play what sport? That's rugby, for sure. Rugby. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Football. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And finish this sentence. My favorite podcast is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only been on one, so... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> this one right here. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. Sorry, Lee, I, I hogged a fair bit of time because I was like, man, I'm keen no, to get them down. <laughs> no, I felt <laughs> I was hogging the mic at some point, sell me, so you've, you've evened it right out. <laughs> uh, so I've got two questions. One is to refer back to something you said at the very start of the podcast, but one that I, I'm always interested with guys we talk on here, who are three Boppy practitioners that we should be watching on YouTube? Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I think you, I mean, you guys already had Busy Dad on. Yeah. Um, he's, I think, you know, I think he's, I mean, kind of says always good for Busy Dads, you know. Um, I think his, his workouts are short, quick, and right to the point. And he's got the theatrics a little bit when his introduction. <laughs> I, I think, Joe, I think you tried one once. <laughs> I was watching it, like, so... I, I, and, and to be honest, for me, it's not like it's not the way I'd go about it, but like it works so it works so well for him that yeah, um, you know I, I think they should you know people should watch, especially in the the busy world. He might be one of the a good one for people to watch. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of his routines are fairly basic. I don't think yeah. he's like doing anything super crazy. Yeah. Um. um nice. You know, it's, it's tough to name him right off the top of my head. Um, you know who you know who I. I think, and this is maybe just for, you know, the females out there. Um, mm. Martina, um, Lavender. You know, yeah, she's she's got hers out there. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, Martina Lavender, and like she's she's really strong. She's been with the 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 wolf pack. She leads, you know, the wolfettes part of the time. Her, you know, like, um, and and she's really strong. She's yeah. you know she did. 500 Navy SEALs the other day too. So yeah. um, she, she brings it. Um, I, I think from the, you know, when I post stuff, when she tagged me on Instagram, I, I think it's awesome because all the women are like, well, I can't do this. I'm like, well, she's doing it. What's your excuse? Yeah. Um, so I think she's one um, awesome. that people should follow. Um, and then, um, like I said, my boy Jaguar, uh, like he's, He's the beast. He gets after it. Um, you know, just, just like some, you know, it's like a normal guy. I don't know if he posts yeah. as much anymore. Um, and also I guess the other guy I'd have to say was, uh, um, some old door guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some old yeah, guy. Yeah. We, we've, we've talked a few times. We'd love to do like a little collaboration together, uh, with the borders wherever to open up, you know, mm -hmm. he's, uh, right across the border and we've talked about it and this, we talked this about a year ago, but he's, He's awesome. He goes, you know, he doesn't really talk much. He goes straight to the point. Yeah. Um, kind of like a, you know, a silent assassin out there just crushing burpees. But, um, you know, he's he's a good one. I think people should follow. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've actually messaged. Uh, I think some door guy has agreed to come on the show at some point. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I've awesome. messaged, yeah, I've messaged Jag, Jaguar Fitness as well. Jaguar, we would say in Scotland. And uh, he's went AWOL on Instagram. I think he's off for a month, so hopefully he yeah, gets back to it. Yeah, I think he's stepped off. You're right, stepped off for a month. But yeah. it's just, um, it's so just kind of touching upon this whole burpee game. It's interesting because um, one of the guys, um, Pat, he, he, we did we were in uh, Wes Watson's program together. We started burpees. He follows the Iron Wolf. Um, you'll see he'll probably, he posts a lot, you know, tags Iron Wolf in a lot. He does a lot of group session sessions. Right. And uh, when I got COVID and I couldn't coach with my team in the world last year in Dallas, 
um, they still flew me down there to be like outside the bubble to like watch the games. And he lives in that area. So we ended up connecting and I was like, Hey man, you want to, you want to get some burpees done? So we were actually able to get, it was day 300 for him. We were actually able to get 300, uh, eight count bodybuilders together. Um, nice. which was awesome to, to know, like the community is that tight where if you go somewhere, you call someone like, Hey, want to get some burpees? And they're like, yeah, let's go. And yeah. so, so for me, I thought that was really cool. Um, you really kind of have, um, friends all over the world. Um, and it's, and it's cool because, you know, I think there's a lot of negativity that came with COVID and, and everything mm-hmm. that happened. Everyone's, you know, a lot of, lost a lot of people and people lost jobs and stuff. But, you know, the silver lining for me is I found a new way of training and of made a, a lot of new acquaintances and friends um, yeah. that I might not ever meet. But mm-hmm. I feel like I can trust them just because I know they've gone through the grind like I have. Yep. Sense. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful words, man. Sorry, Lee, did, were you, did you have some... No, that's me. That, that, that's, that's me, man. I'm done. Man, that's awesome. Hey, Greg, I just wanted to um, wrap up with a, with a few words uh, and then Lee will probably finish off as well. But, mate, from my side, I'm really grateful and privileged to have you on this podcast, man. Grateful for the insights that you've shared have taken a lot away, not only from the rapid-fire questions... Um, we could sit and talk with you a lot more just about those in and of themselves, but perhaps we'll do that in another session if you if you wouldn't mind coming back on. We'd love to have you back on. But, man, um, great insights for this community. You're an awesome uh, leader within this community and a massive contributor, which people look up to and are motivated and inspired by. I know Lee has it in IR, um, and we just really respect what you do, how you go about doing it. You're very quiet, very uh, humble in the way that you come across in all of your videos, and you're pretty much like some door guy in terms of just getting straight to the point. There's a brief little comment. I'm going to do this, like the 1,000 Navy SEALs. Going to do some Navy SEALs next minute. Four hours later, three, four hours later, there's there's a thousand of them done. But massive respect, huge amount of respect for you and what you do. And thank you for what you bring to this community. And thank you very much for coming on this Moose Sweat and Suffer podcast, man. I really appreciate well, I, it. I, I appreciate the kind words. I appreciate you guys even thinking about me. Um, yeah, it's just kind of cool to be able to share some stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't, you know, I just, it is what it is, kind of just doing the, the YouTube things because it, it it's a good way to hold yourself accountable too, right? You know, like true. Kind of press play. You say you're going to do something, you do it. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I, I would definitely come back. And uh, yes, yeah, that, that'd be awesome. And mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully, I get to see you guys. You know, crushing 500 Navy SEALs constantly. <laughs> calm down, mate. Calm down. I mean, I mean, I, I kind of said on a side note, I kind of set a goal for myself. I was like, all right. I should probably at least do 500 Navy SEALs maybe at least once a month. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to try. That's what I'm going to try to do. Nice. But, what about Bobby Zikram? He did 500 for 30 days straight. Ah, yeah, that guy. yeah, I think that's a little guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's like for Thailand or something. Yeah, man. He like bounces around. Like, I'm just like seeing yeah. this guy. Like, man, he gets him up and down like no problem. I'm like, yeah. I'm, like he I does- feel What's up? He did a hundred Navy SEALs in eight minutes the other day. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he just like he's like, <laughs> I was yeah, like, he flies, hey. No, he's he's an anomaly. I was like, <laughs> man, I was like, geez, I was like, I wish I could do that, but yeah. Well, well, you know, we we have to do what we we know. We work with what we have, so yeah, um, yeah that's right. It is. 
No, but I'd like to say as well, listen, Greg, it's been a great honour actually getting to speak to you now on this level. I know I've spoke to you through social media and the likes, so it's finally been fascinating for me to have a conversation with you and I can only thank you for coming on the show. Like Joe has already expressed, you're a big influence within this community. You're a total machine. We talk about you quite regularly on this podcast, about your workouts and so forth and how brutal they are and just basically how uh, motivating that your workouts are and to the point where you got me and Joe to crack out five for our Navy SEALs last week and finally become burpee practitioners <laughs> no thank you I, I appreciate it uh, I think a lot of it more has, honestly I think more of this stuff and paying it for it has more to do with that my the kids are always around watching me mm. and I, I want to make sure that I, I lead by example and um and I think I do it anyways, but I think there's a little bit more like emphasis on me to do it and, um, you know, just try to help out these kids. You know, they, they have, they have everything at their fingertips. And if I can maybe instill some sort of constant discipline and motivation and consistency in their life, um, you know, then I've, I've kind of won the day, I guess. So, um, I appreciate you guys having me on here. It's been a pleasure. And if you guys ever, um, run low on people to, to interview I'm, I'm sure you guys won't but I'll, I'll be back for a follow up if need be but uh, thank you it's been nice thank chatting you. with you guys oh thanks very much Greg yeah no, thank you we definitely want to have you back on um, again thank you very much for being on this Move Sweat Suffer podcast Greg you're a great influence great man and uh, we appreciate the way that you do lead by example so take care all the very best and we'll be following with interest. We'll put all the links and stuff to your IG and to your YouTube channel so that people can get along, like, comment, subscribe, share if they haven't already. And uh, we look forward to continuing to support you as best we can, brother. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it.